Hello everyone, this is the Ask Tiara podcast and I am your host, Tiara. Thank you for tuning in again if you're back with me and welcome if this is your first time. I hope that you stay. I named this podcast Ask Tiara because I was always getting messages from people wanting me to help someone they know. And the requests always started with them saying, hey, someone I know wants me to ask you a question. And that led to me having hundreds and hundreds of conversations and emotional work sessions with people that I knew and didn't know. And I always wanted to share those conversations and what I learned on a bigger level. So here we are. This podcast is all about creating emotional wealth by bringing ourselves into focus. We're going to take a good hard look through a self-awareness lens so that we can master the relationship that we have with ourselves so that we can then set the tone for all the other relationships in our lives. We're going to have honest conversations, play out real life scenarios. We're going to wade through our anger, fears, confusion, frustrations, failures, successes, our happiness and our healing and everything in between. There's a lot to unpack and I'm here for it all. So please find me on Instagram and YouTube at AskTiara or send me a personal email at AskTiara at gmail.com. I love all of the thoughts and the comments that you share with me. So please, please keep it coming. And I hope that you hit that follow button. That being said, let's get into it. Hello, everyone. Thanks for joining me. And thank you everyone that has reached out to me and shared comments or messages since my last episode. I really appreciate it. And I love the energy. I think that that's why I love the journey we're taking in January in this new year, because I think it's really a good time for people to take a look at themselves and think outside of the box and just kind of welcome that, that good and that new energy into their lives. And, you know, just look, look for more self-development in their life and professionally and emotionally. So I appreciate it and I want to keep it going. Um, that being said, I want to, I want to touch on the journey that we're taking very quickly. Um, you know, we started, we actually ended last year with talking about our boundaries, just how to respect them and enforce them. And then we started the new year talking about how to reset, um, you know, so that we can be more effective and and really carry out and enforce our New Year's resolutions if we have them. And then last episode, we talked about realigning, which is how to put our natural gifts to work for us. So we're kind of, again, we're taking this little journey of um, of just kind of setting ourselves up in the right mindset um, for the new year. So today, we are going to talk about resilience. And I want to I wanna break it down first by talking about the actual word. And I just want to say that whenever I discuss a specific word or a topic, I always research the exact definition to make sure that I am using it correctly because I feel like there's, there's a lot of times we, we use words and we know what they mean, but when you really look at the definition, it might not be exactly the perfect word that we want to use. So today resilience is the perfect word that I want to use. And I, I wanted to look up the exact definition for it. So I am going to say that it is in the dictionary. It is the capacity to withstand or recover quickly from difficulties, toughness. Um, and let's, let's, I also want to break down, um, the word recover and withstand. So, so to recover means to return to a normal state of health, mind, and strength and withstand means to remain undamaged or unaffected by like resistance or to resist. 
So I really like, I didn't know, I knew what withstand meant, um, but I didn't know the exact definition. I didn't know it meant to remain undamaged. And that's what, that's what resilience means to me. And the reason that I wanted to, to really break that definition down is sometimes I, I think that some of us are confused, not confused with that word, but we don't use it in the way that it should really be used. So meaning for me, I feel like when, when you hear someone say like, you know, I, I made it through, you know, I was resilient. Just making it through something, a tough time, whatever that may be, is not resilience, right? I mean, I, I absolutely 100% applaud everything that we make it through, right? No matter how big, no matter how small, whatever, it, even if it's just even making a tough decision, you know, whatever we make it through, that is, that is definitely to be celebrated, big and small. But I want to focus today about being resilient. So resilient doesn't mean just to make it through a situation, but it means that you, you make it through, you, you get past it, you make it through that, that tough time, but you come back to normal or even stronger, right? So you come back to yourself, kind of like a, a, a 360 or again, even stronger. And resilience is something that I want to, I want us to focus on in a way of being resilient to be our default and not just getting through something. I can tell you, I know there's so many times in my life that I, I felt like, oh, I made it through, but I definitely wasn't back to myself or anywhere near being stronger just because I got through it. I really needed to heal, which for me is what resilience means, right? Not just to get through it, but to heal. Now that doesn't mean that you don't come out with scars, right? That doesn't mean that we're talking about being resilient is like, hey, it never happened, right? You're just back to normal, things are fine. No, you may come out with scars, but I want you to think about what is a scar, right? If you are wounded, and even in the physical sense, a scar is what? It is a wound that has healed, right? So. You're, you can see that you've been there, right? It's a reminder of something that happens. However, you are healed. You are no longer bleeding. Um, I mean, it, and from the physical sense in that way, we have to think of that in emotional sense. Um, I do want to give one example that surprised me in the physical sense in life, but I kind of, I always thought about it. My, um, my oldest son broke his, for anyone who plays football or sports, he broke his radius and ulna. So these are like the two two bones in his forearm, I guess, like kind of snapped. It's pretty gross. His arm was hanging. But anyways, took him to the emergency. And I remember, you know, they, they put a cast on it. Well, they put the bone back in place. They put a cast on it. And he, he missed, a, missed a few games. And I remember the doctor said, because he was young, that it was going to heal not only 100%, but be stronger. And I was, I was amazed by that. I, I truly was because I never thought that anything that was hurt could ever come back stronger in a physical sense. And it stuck, it stuck in my mind with me because I'm like, okay, his bone had been through this tough time, but as long as we took care of it, right? Because that's the important part also of being resilient is, is taking care of, of the part of you that's being affected and allowing it to heal. And then I, I always thought about that in an emotional way, like, you know what, what if emotionally or mentally there are things that I have to deal with or overcome that I can, I can focus on um, making sure I take care of them properly so that they can heal properly? And what if that experience 
can make me stronger. And I mean, that was, that was a long time ago, but it was, it was like a, an awakening or epiphany in that moment. Like, wow, something can happen. Something terrible can happen. And then you can actually, as a human, come back stronger from it. And I mean, sometimes physically we can't, we know physically we can't control everything, but emotionally I'm like, wow, I, I might, I may have the power in a lot of cases to come back stronger, to take something that I've been through and experienced that really hurt or I felt was damaging and heal that space inside of me and heal all those parts of it and actually become stronger. Why? Because I know better because I've, I've been through something that has made me, that has forced me to be stronger and carry that with me forward. I know, I mean, again, I don't like to sound preachy and I don't mean that it's that easy by any means. So I'm going to take, I'm going to take another example, a more emotional example. I'll probably have a lot of a lot of examples in life that, that are tied to this, this situation. And this is, um, I referenced it, I think, um, last episode relationship that I was in for a long time. I was married, um, four kids. Um, and it was, if the title of it would be beyond unhealthy relationship, right? So, and that's why I'm not in it anymore, but it took me, I was in the relationship for a long time, like 14, 14 years or so. And it took me so long, I probably was done with the relationship or knew I shouldn't be in it from very early on, right? That's a whole nother series of episodes, whatever, you know, (laughs) red flags and personal development and all of that. But I stayed, I stayed in the relationship, you know, I guess I told myself for the kids, but it really was because I probably didn't feel strong enough in a lot of ways and for a long time to leave. I didn't feel, I felt wounded, and I didn't know how to get out of the situation basically while I was bleeding, while I was bleeding emotionally. And it took a long time for me to, to figure out how to, you know, I, I probably, I guess in a relationship sense, you can think of it as, you know, you're, you're bleeding, you're wounded. I have these like, probably like a, feels like open heart surgery and I'm putting band-aids over it. Right. And, and trying to, trying to take the next step, but I couldn't again, because I was just, I was, I was so wounded that I didn't know how to move forward in a healthy way. But when I decided, when I made the decision that I was, that I wanted to leave, that I was going to leave, I decided that the only way for me to leave effectively, right? Just leave, leave for good, leave in a way where I didn't look back was to come full circle which basically meant that I needed to come out of this, not wounded, but resilient. So I needed to be back to myself. I needed to be in a healthy space or I needed to be stronger or strong enough to move forward and not look back, right? Back to myself, resilient. And I had to, I honestly had to make that decision before I ever decided to leave because I knew, again, I knew if I, decided to leave this situation, run away, whatever it was, and I was wounded, that I probably, it it would catch up to me. I wouldn't be strong enough and healthy enough to follow through with all the things that I wanted to do to move forward. So I had to make that commitment to being resilient. And and that's, you know, that's, that's the easy part. Hey, this is what I want to do. But the, how do I do it is the, how do I get to that space? And 
I think with being resilient, at least for me, is I have to, I had to at that time and in other situations where I've, where I had to, where I made a commitment to be resilient was I had to come to terms with what really happened and what was happening. And think about that. When I use the example of my, of my son hurting his arm previously, right? You can't get around. The arm is broken. We know what it is, right? So we have to, we have to come to terms with that. Your arm is broken. You're going to miss a few games um, more than you would like. But we have to treat, we have to treat this, um, you know, this injury with, in, a, in a serious way, right? We have, to, we have to put it in the cast so that it can heal. We have to enable it to heal itself. And I think of that in the same way emotionally. Again, I took that, I I had that in the back of my mind and I'm like, okay, I have to be real with myself about what is happening, right? I'm in an unhealthy relationship. I'm not happy and I want to move forward. Okay. So if I want to move forward, healed and healthy, what do I need to do? How do I accomplish that? Right? So I needed to focus on myself. I needed to, it's not just, you know, focus on myself, but I needed to know who I wanted to be when I came out of this or who I needed to get back to. I needed to know the health, healthy space that I needed to be in. I needed to, I needed to have an idea of, of the space that I needed to be in so I could get back to that or so that I could prepare myself to return to that space. But I had to be real about everything. I couldn't, there couldn't be any more excuses about the relationship. Oh, well, maybe, you know, maybe, you know, if I leave and that will be an example and they'll change or, you know, maybe if I do this, they'll do that. It, I couldn't make any decisions based on the situation or the other person. I had to focus on myself and I had to say, you know what, if I want to be, if I want to be happy, if I want to be prepared and if I want to be strong, where do I need... What do I need to do to get there? And at that, and just being very specific in in this situation, because I think a lot of people can relate when they're in a relationship. Like this, relate. I looked at the relationship in real terms. This is not good for me. No matter what I hoped it would be, it's not good for me. So let me first truly ingest the fact that we're not looking. I'm not looking for solutions in in this situation. I have accepted that it's unhealthy and it's an unhappy space for me. Okay, so I know that that being in a happy and healthy space is where I want to be. So I need to return to myself. And I, what was really the strongest thing in my mind is that I was, I was so unhappy and I felt like so much had been taken from me that the driving factor for me was that I wanted to take that back. And I really, what was the, um, the motivation for me was when I, when I step out of this or when I leave this relationship, I still want to believe in love. I still want to believe in myself. I still want to be open to, you know, to trusting, to trusting people, to trusting someone, to believing in someone, all of that. I I wanted that. So that meant that I had to kind of, I had to, it's not disregard the things that happened to me. I had to take them as experience. I had to take them as a as something, as an experience that was going to toughen me up and not tarnish me, right? So those are, those are two different things, right? Because I, you know, we hear a lot of people say like, oh, um, you know, I know when people have been through something or been lied to or cheated on, and then, you know, they don't trust people going forward, they're closed off, all of those. I didn't want to be any of that. I didn't want, I did not want to be any of that. I wanted to, 
I wanted the experiences that I went through to toughen me up, not tarnish me. So I didn't want to leave the relationship and come out to the world where you could see all of those things on me. Basically, I was saying to myself, how do I come out of this not fucked up? And I knew that the only way to do that was to heal, was to heal, was to return back to myself so that I can be resilient, right? So that when I come out of this, I I felt like I didn't even want to walk a straight line when I came out. I wanted to take a step up, but it was going to take, it took devotion and discipline to myself and to, again, coming to terms with everything, right? With, with looking at, okay. And even being okay with the parts like, okay, I'm, I'm in, I let this relationship go too long. I could have sulked in that for a very long time. I could have come out of it and thought, you know, I wasted 10 years in a, in a situation, in a relationship that I shouldn't have been in. But what was that going to do? That's not a, how a healed person speaks, right? That meant that I wanted to carry this weight or this cloud with me. And that had nothing to do with being resilient. So for me, the, the answer to that was, was really coming to terms terms with what happened. I lost many, I could have, well, I won't even say that I lost many years. I could look at it like, you know, I lost all these years. I lost the greatest years in my twenties, just being in this unhealthy situation. No. What did I do? I looked at it at, you know, I started a family. I became a, a, a mother and I got stronger. And I, so I knew at that point that the things that I had gone through up until that point are things that I would never, ever go through again. So resilience for me is really coming to terms with what is happening and finding the way to heal through it. And to being, it's just your devotion to healing, right? Not just wanting to be healed. And and it's really not carrying any of that bullshit with you. I know it's easier said than done, and it does take some work. And it takes some some real work, some realistic work at looking at what you've been through, but also looking at things, no matter what it is. And I'm, I'm sure that a lot of people can think like, no, there's no way I could take this, you know, uh, take this situation as, um, as experience. It's just effed up and it should have never happened. No, you know what? It, it's all, if you take every lesson as something that existed to make you stronger, you can, I want to use another, uh, Another couple of examples quickly. When I say, whenever I think of using, using difficulties or things that just didn't go right to my, to my benefit, for me, that absolutely applies to work. It applies to my professional career in that everything, whenever I'm training other people that are working with um, an executive team and they're like, oh, how did you come up with this, you know, like this procedural or this, you know, this way of doing things. And I tell them every great thing that I have figured out and designed is because of something previously that went wrong. Honestly, like every single thing that I do right, um, especially at work is because of something that went wrong. So I'm like, okay, I experienced this terrible situation, whatever it was that went awry. So I thought, I thought long and hard about, okay, so how do I make sure this doesn't happen again? Right. And how do I be a solutions-based person? And come out of, okay, now I never knew that this was going to go wrong. Now that I did, now I'm better prepared. I'm better prepared to, to manage things going forward. And, you know, cause things always, things always go wrong or not always go wrong, but along the way, something is going to happen. And, and I learned even professionally, you know, anyone that's, that's looking for some, some advice in, in a professional sense, 
you know, we can never be perfect in any sense. So whenever I did come across um, an issue, I I knew that executive teams that I work for, they didn't want to hear my sorries because I probably started my career that way. Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't realize that this was going to happen or that was going to happen. That's not what they want to hear. They want to know that I have identified, right? What the, what the issue or the problem was, again, we can talk about emotionally, right? Coming to terms with what it is. And they want to know what the solution is. Emotionally, like I said, this, emotionally and physically, that's healing. And professionally, that is what's, what's the solution? How to figure out how to be better going forward. So professionally, I would always say um, this, 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 and that happened. Um, we've taken a close, we've taken a very, we have taken a closer look at the process this is what we've done to remedy remedy it, and this is what we're going to do going forward. And a hundred percent of the time, that's what the executive team wanted wanted to hear and what they wanted to know. Oh, okay, so you ran across a problem, you know what it is, you know what the fix is, and now you have a better way of handling it going forward. Uh, that's why I say in every way, like that's that's how I was resilient. In the beginning at work, I wasn't resilient. Something bad would happen, and I'd feel stupid and and terrible for probably the rest of the day or days or week like oh how did I let that happen but as I learned how to use those bad experiences or it doesn't even have to be a bad experience those the things that went wrong I use them to my benefit as experience on how to make things better going forward I learned I learned how to not just get through things but what how to be resilient through all of those issues um, and I want to use one more quick example because in the midst of um, preparing for this episode, I had a conversation as as the life works in the universe um, that really tied into this without me even you know realizing it at the moment. I have a very close friend of mine, which is more like a sister, whose son is a gymnast, um, a, a very accomplished gymnast who is actually, he is preparing for the Junior Olympics. So she... She films and documents all of his, um, all of his events, all of his meets, right? All of his gym meets. And I, I was always curious. She would show, I, I could see, you know, all the times that he did great. And sometimes the times that he fell off the bars or, um, you know, didn't have a perfect landing. And I always wondered, why does she, why does she post his mistakes? Honestly, it wasn't something that I ever wanted to ask her, but it was just curious. I was just curious. And I guess, and here's the crazy thing. In my mind, I thought, you know what? She probably just, she just films everything or records everything and just puts it up. I say this because we are in the age of, you know, utilizing social media platforms to really curate content, right? To show the best of, for most of us to show the best of what we're doing or what we've done, what we're experiencing. So I really thought that she didn't put much thought into it. And again, of course, because I was getting ready to do this episode, I had this perfect conversation with her, a perfect timed conversation where she, she explained to me that whenever she goes to one of his meets or really she goes to all of his meets, she always, she, every single time meets someone she says, you know, she never meets a stranger, but she meets someone else that's attending. Maybe it's another parent or whomever that comments on her son's presence. Okay. And she explained like, not the presence of being perfect or doing everything right, but basically his presence in the face of adversity, right? So 
meaning like here you are, you're at a meet, so you need to perform at your highest level, right? So any of these routines that you're doing on the floor, the um, the bars, the rings, whatever, what, the vault, whatever it is, you know, any gymnast that's, that is competing has done those things a hundred times. So you pray and you hope that when you show up to this meet to be scored, right, you perform at your, at your best. Again, as, as we know, life, things don't always go perfectly. So, you know, you're already, you're, you're facing, you know, the best version of yourself when you show up, but they always comment that they were like drawn to the energy of him. Like, wow, look at him. You know, basically let's say he, he, I don't know. I don't want to say like fell off the bars, but you know, his routine doesn't go as planned and you can tell because it didn't go perfectly. They didn't see that in his face. So they were drawn to the energy of honestly, what his resilience of how he healed himself, right? Came back to himself, held his head up in real time. So she explained to me that, you know, there's a, there's a lot of, she, she even said, He's not the best, um, the best gymnast or even the best athlete that's at the meet a lot of times. But what people notice and what they're drawn to and what has like just forced a lot of or enacted a lot of conversations that she's had with strangers at those meets is his resilience. Why? Because people can recognize and, and relate to that and it resonates with them. Because she said there's a lot of athletes sometimes that, you know, and I've, I've seen it myself with, with, my own, with my own sons that things don't go right. You know, you're throwing your helmet, you're swearing, you know, you have this like look on your face. I can't tell you how many times I've looked at one of my sons during a baseball game or a football game, like, you know, just give them that look like, come on, heads up, like toughen up. You got it. You got it. I've yelled that plenty of times on the football field, like you got it. You got it. You know, let's worry about the next play. But I can see the look on their face. Um, some of my sons are better than others with handling that, but her son in particular, he in real time doesn't let that moment of defeat affect him. He, he has like the resilience has become a default for him. If you can hear that sound, I was like, I'm, I'm snapping because it's like in real time, he has decided, you know what? That didn't go right. Boom. I'm on to the next thing. I know I can do it. And he heals himself so quickly that resilience has become his default. And that, that really is the point of this entire episode is, is to recognize the difference between getting through something and being resilient and, and know that resilience allows you to come home to yourself. And, and the more that you focus on that and devote yourself to that and, and look at, you know, troubles and hurdles and difficulties and issues as experience, you can use them to your advantage and focus on your resilience. So in closing, resilience is all about success, right? Your success in every direction, your ability to come back to yourself, either, either your, your, your best state or an even stronger state. So use your experiences to your advantage. Learn how to use them to make you stronger and to know that if you had never, if you had never gone through it, you would not have developed the knowledge and the tough skin that you have after making it through it. And know that the healed version of you is even better than a version of you that had not experienced things that would have made you stronger. So your strength 
is really lies in your experience, right? And you are, you can draw from that experience to be more resilient or to be resilient. You can call upon that experience that only you own to return to who you are and know that had you not gone through it, you wouldn't know it. You wouldn't be, you wouldn't have that opportunity to be stronger. So I wish you wellness. I wish you resilience as a default. This is all a journey and it all starts with your commitment to yourself. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Ask Tiara podcast. I hope you enjoyed the episode you just heard. I'm so glad that you're here with me. So please hit the subscribe button if you haven't already. You can also find me on YouTube at Ask Tiara, on Instagram at Ask underscore Tiara, or send me an email at asktiara at gmail.com. I would love to hear from you, so please let me know what you want to talk about. Thank you. Thank you for all the love and support, and most of all, for sticking with me. Until next time, please remember you already have everything you need inside of you to be successful. I promise.